Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Macworld's Michael Simon, as well as Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus. Mike most recently wrote a story for Macworld in which he used the iPad all day, all week, to do his job. So, Mike, I know that you've got a lot of opinions on this. And, Ken, I'm sure you also have a lot of opinions on this because you do often use the iPad for work. So, Mike, I first want to hear from you. Tell me about your experience. Would you recommend it? Was it good? What did you like? What did you hate? All right, let's go. I, I'm just going to say that the only hate mail I got about this article, which is where, was from Ken because he was he it was, was not, not he was not me. happy with the weather. <laughs> that was a suggestion, not hate mail. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so I recently got an iPad Pro with the Magic Keyboard and the pencil and all the trimmings. This was a top of the line unit, one terabyte of storage, a cellular connection, all that, and I. You know, I, I was excited about it because I do, I, I use an iPad kind of casually. I have an old iPad Air 2 and I have an iPad Pro from, I don't know, I want to say maybe maybe three years ago, right before they redesigned it with the um, with the slim bezels and Face ID. And, you know, I, I do like it. I, I have issues with it. And, you know, in my setup with Android and things like that, it, it's, it's trickier than, than it would be. But I was I was excited to use this because my main problem with the iPad, as with lots of other people, was the keyboard and the trackpad and the experience and the multitasking and all that stuff. So I was, you know, I dove in. Like literally, I said, all right, I'm closing my Mac, which I use eight hours a day for work for everything, email and, and see uh, uh, content management, uploading articles, everything that I do with for work, I use my Mac for, which is a MacBook. It's a 2017 macbook pro so it's not like a top of the line new one like like ken has hey <laughs> but you know it it gets the job done it has the touch bar and it you know it, it has all the newer macbook things USB-C, etc so i closed it and i i set up the ipad and you know so the first couple of hours were you know it's tricky because it's different it's very different the whole experience is not the mac and i'm not going to criticize that because that's you know it it should be different i'm not looking to to emulate the mac on my ipad but even after that intro period when i by the time i got comfortable with with the with the trackpad and the keyboard and the, and the app switching and the things that i that i had to do on a regular basis conclusion first it's not, it's just, it's, it's not meant to be, all right, it's not meant to replace a Mac, I don't think. And I couldn't wait to get back to my, to my Mac the, the, the next week. And I do still use it. I do have it, you know, right next to me. But to, to say that it's a, it's, to say that the iPad Pro is becoming the Mac, I think, is a misconception of what the iPad is. And I'll stop and I'll let Ken interject for a moment if he'd like to. I'm, I'm going to shock and horrify you by saying, <laughs> actually, I kind of agree with you, you know, and I, I, I will hold up my, my iPad Pro and my Magic Keyboard, all of which I love and use. Um, but I, you know, we were talking about this just a minute ago that I think in terms of thinking of the, the iPad Pro Magic Keyboard combo as an enterprise device, yeah, it, it, it certainly is and can be an enterprise device depending on what you're doing. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I've had this combo now for, I don't know, a couple, two or three months. And while I can use it to do the work that I do, and I obviously I do a lot of the same things that, that, that Michael does, which is, 
you know, editing uh, stories, posting to our, our contents uh, management system, uh, some light photo work, um, and, uh, and also browsing email, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it, it, it can be a replacement, but I think that, you know, even when you go through that transition period where you're learning, relearning, you, I mean, we all have a lot of, uh, of muscle memory when it comes to keyboard shortcuts and cutting and pasting and how to do it most efficiently and quickly. And as somebody who, you know, is overseeing a website, speed is a big thing for me. And I do find that using the iPad, while I can get things done on it that I do on my MacBook Pro, um, it's slower, it's kludgier. And even, you know, I, I've been uh, um, using it with the, the iOS 14 beta, and I don't see a lot of improvement in terms of the kludgy thing, you know, in, in terms of how you go about selecting apps, switching between apps, copying and pasting between apps. Uh, so, you know, I think it's really going to depend on who's using the iPad Pro keyboard combo and what they're doing. You know, again, if you're a photographer, videographer in the field, you need some quick access to, you know, a quick video editing, and then you will need to upload it. Uh, you, you know, that's, that's a good use case for it. If you're casually doing some editing and, um, you know, cutting and pasting, moving things around, you can. But I find myself, you know, just as often, or maybe even more often grabbing the MacBook Pro if I want to get the, all that stuff done quickly. You yeah, know, and so it's, to, to, to speak to the quickness, like when I first started, like the first day, I was really, really slow. And I thought, you know, even though I did know the iPad, it's not like I was a stranger to it. But, you know, taking my whole work workflow and, and adding it to the iPad, it, it required, okay, what am I doing now? What am I doing now? But even once I got to the point where I knew what to do, it's still like, I don't know what it is about iOS and the iPad. It's just on my iPhone, I'm, I'm, I'm fast as, as anything, but on the, on the iPad, everything seems to take like a, like a second or a second and a half longer, which adds up tremendously. And it's not so much like, so on the Mac, I work the way I work and I could see how, if you're like a, a real pro user, you can get to a point where you're just doing things, boom, 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 boom. And you're not even thinking about it. And I, I do things very fast, but I can see how someone can get to a place that's even quicker using automation and things like this or uh, uh, automator. But on the iPad, I can see, I don't understand how anyone could work any faster than what the system allows you, which is a, it's enormously frustrating because the chip is crazy fast. I mean, apps open before I even blink, way faster than the Mac. Things launch quicker, things drag and drop quicker. But doing all of that, like the actual process of doing the multitasking, the the selection, uh, text selection was a was a was a big uh, a nuisance for me. Working with photos, even working with Photoshop, which I also do on the on the on the Mac often, and I and I know it well. And yes, the interface is different, but it's it, it's more than that. It's almost like there's like a, 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 a like a like a layer of of like glue on top there's friction. of, of, of your workflow. Gonna, yeah, there's friction in there, and that, and I think you're right. You know, the hardware is actually really amazing, and I think certainly bodes well for where Apple is going um, with its. Yeah, desktop. I agree when with that. Goes, the hardware is in, in, incredible. When it, I mean, when ty when typing you, on it was was, I mean, just in fact, I bought the Magic Keyboard. And I spent 100 hours on this stupid thing because I love the typing on the on the iPad keyboard so much. Going yep. back to my other third-party keyboard, 
I, it, it just, it wasn't good enough. So I bought this thing because I, I wanted that experience. So yeah, the, the hardware is great. The magic keyboard is awesome from a hardware standpoint, from a typing standpoint, but using it in, in harmony with the iPad, I, I just had so many issues with it. Well, it, it feels like, you know, um, again, hardware is okay. The software seems to, pro it, it allows you to do things, but there's, there's a level of friction there. And this is what you're, I think what you're getting to is that there's, it just slows you down. And, and it's not that the iPad can't technically do what you want it to do, but the process of converting your action to what's on the screen, which seems very seamless on a MacBook Pro or an iMac or a desktop machine, is not seamless on the iPad Pro. Uh, you know, I don't think Apple bills this as a laptop replacement. I mean, they certainly have never called it out, although so many people have wanted it to be. I mean, I've they included don't. At times. They, they, they don't in the sense that, yes, it's its own separate category, but they do make these kind of tongue in cheek, like your next computer is not a computer. And they had that ad campaign, what's a computer? And because the, the mom says to the girl, uh, something about your computer and she says, what's a computer? Cause she's using an iPad. So they, they do make these, these illusions that the iPad can replace your Mac. And they do even in the things that they, uh, if you look at their website and things, the things that they spotlight, it's not, the consumption so-called some consumption device that it once was they want you to use it for real world professional things not just watching movies and you know coloring yeah i think that's true but you know i i also think there's this desire to sort of line this up at you know as as surfaces to a windows machine the ipad pro is to uh you know apple hardware or apple desktop and i i don't think that that you know the analogy works um you know, Juliet, have you ever had a chance to use the iPad? I just, I don't, I don't want to leave you out of the conversation. I'm just wondering if you've ever, ever had any experience with it. No, I'm not really a frequent iPad user. I mean, I only ever yeah. had one a few years ago, just sort of like what you said, Mike, just sort of for watching Netflix and YouTube. And it was never, it was, it was a replacement for a laptop because all I needed a computer for was those things because I was a student. I didn't need a heavy duty machine yet. That being said, Ken, I'm curious, you mentioned that you're using the um, iPad 11 OS beta. How's that been going? Do you find that you're, do you find that you're able to do things more efficiently? Do you find that it helps maybe make the iPad Pro more of an enterprise machine or is it just sort of same old, same old? It's, it's actually more same old, same old, because uh, at least so far, I mean, there, there are some changes in iOS 14, and I'd kind of hope that it would be more integration between the, you know, the, the, the actions on the keyboard and how the, the cursor responds on the screen. Uh, but I still find myself kind of getting bogged down. And I, again, I, I've sort of learned to expect that and to work with it. You know, it's, it's interesting, as we were just talking, I was thinking, okay, if somebody said to me, for the next year, you've got one of two devices you can have, your iPad with the keyboard or your MacBook Pro. And, you know, and I love the iPad keyboard combo, but I'd pick the MacBook Pro any day of the week because that's where I'm gonna get the most work done most efficiently, you know, and that's really what it comes down to. When, now, you know, again, it, it depends on use cases. So when a company is looking to outfit its workforce with hardware, um, you know, laptops and or desktops like an iMac uh, you know, will be will be perfectly suited for what some people are doing. If you happen to be a worker, your staffers are out in the field where weight and connectivity are an issue. 
you know, then an iPad might make more sense. You can get it with cellular and you can be almost anywhere and you can at least respond to emails, maybe do presentations from the field, shoot some quick video and upload it and get it back to the main office. You know, in which case uh, a MacBook Pro would not necessarily be the best best option. So that, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I think, you know, can be an enterprise device? Absolutely. Is it the best enterprise device? Probably not for most people. And a lot of it depends on what you're going to use it for. I, iOS uh, 14 does not at all change the iPad experience. They added some things with the Apple Pencil, which I didn't, I don't, I never really was able to acclimate that to my workflow. It's not something that I use. Maybe down the line I would, but the, the navigation, the multitasking, everything is, is the same. They didn't really change. They didn't not really, they didn't change anything. Maybe that's coming down the line with the next iPad or something. Who knows? But um, iOS 14 doesn't do anything to improve the experience. And, you know, my biggest issue. Okay, so let's say the, 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 the iPad as a Mac replacement. Sure, I'll, I'll bite and say that's not the point of it. However, you should be able to do the things that you want to do on the iPad that you want to do on the Mac. And there are some things that you just can't. For example, printing. I have an old printer. I plugged it into my iPad and nothing happened. Nothing. I plug it into my Chromebook and I can print. I can plug it into wait, my- Wait, wait, You have a printer you actually plug in? They have sometimes. this wireless thing now, you know? It's well, wireless printing. Sometimes I need to print. This is this is not one. This, I don't see any reason why. If you have a USB-C port on a device, you can't install a bunch of um, you know one kilobyte drivers that let it work. But Apple doesn't do that. Number two, there's no stock calculator. Okay, yeah, I can go down one. I, I, I can download one. I could use, um, you know, Google and you do simple cal calculations. But why? Why doesn't it have just a simple, a simple calculator? So there's there's things about the iPad that Apple is just stubbornly saying no. We're, we're this is not what we think it's for. And again, I say it's a shame because the hardware is awesome. The speed is awesome. The, the whole package is, 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 is fantastic. And if somebody wanted to buy one, I would never discourage them because it's, it's great. But for example, the, the machine that I used, it's like two grand if you, or, or like 1700, something like that. If, if you take it all together, I mean, for that money, I don't think you're getting anything better than you are for a 329 iPad. I really don't. And that is, is it inherently, that's where the problem comes in. It's just, you know, it's a little bit quicker, but the way you use it doesn't necessarily bear that out. And it's a nicer, it's nicer hardware and you got face ID and things like this. But I think that the iPad Pro should have a delineation between, you know, what the iPad is and what the iPad Pro is. and I mean, I just, I, did, I didn't see it. And because, you know, you add that Pro moniker, the MacBook Pro, it's faster, it has more RAM, it has more storage, it has the touch bar, it has a better screen. You know, the, 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 there are things that make it Pro. The iPad Pro, I just, I, I was just left, you know, frustrated with the, just, just, just the whole, the whole time. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think you make a good point. Yeah, and you also do make a good point, Mike, that when, if any sort of, you know, IT department is considering 
is possibly considering you know, rolling out iPads to their staff. It's not like there's a lot of opportunity for cost saving. It really doesn't seem that it's a very yeah. specific people would maybe need one. Yeah, I mean, you can get an iPad Pro for 800 bucks, but you got to buy something else with it. So it's going to end up costing you over a thousand to get to the point where you need it to be, which at that point, you know, you might as well just, just buy a MacBook Air if you don't need the power of a Pro or, you know, wh wh however you, you, you flesh that out. It, it, it boils down to, to this. There are, there, there's nothing that I can do on the iPad that I can't do on the Mac. But there's a lot that I can do on the Mac that I can't do on the iPad, either as well or at all. And that's what I don't, I don't, I honestly don't get it. Like, I'm not asking them to be the same machine. The iPhone and the iPad are very different, but I can do the same things on both of them. I don't understand why the iPad is in this kind of like no man's sort of land where it does these things really well and it does these things and it doesn't do that at all. And it's like, well, why? Like, what do you want this? I don't. I, I've said it before, and I'm, I, I'm not sure Apple knows what the iPad is, is and is going to be just yet. Yes, it's the best tablet. There's no question about that. There's nothing else in, in its class. It's, it, you know, if you're, if you're doing email and browsing and, and video and, and you're doing the, the, the simple, not simple, but the, the regular things the most that you basic want to kinds do. of things yeah. you need yeah basics yeah. it's it's fantastic i mean yeah the 12 I, I use the 12.9 inch one it's, it's a little heavy i would probably get the 11 or, or recommend someone get the 11 because you know there's just no reason to get it's, it's it's big it's heavy particularly with the keyboard it's 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 substantial but it's a it's a fantastic device how you know however it it just has these these just these these annoying limitations like all right here's a here's an example and you you have the keyboard we can talk to this the the cursor i knew you were going to say that yeah, I knew right, so it's true it, and you're right it's a it's, it's a it's a circle what is it i don't know so, why it look like that and yeah, yeah clearly clearly apple, yeah. apple did it to say okay we can't have an arrow we got to show it something it, ha it has yeah. to be different but it's not different for the sake of being anything other better. than just different it's not better. Yeah, yeah and it's like I right, just just do an arrow. No one's no one's gonna bother you. No one's gonna complain about that. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we have laid out a pretty good you know, argument, or at least understanding on when and when not it's appropriate to perhaps use an iPad Pro for your professional um, life. So thank you both so much for calling in and chatting with me. I really appreciate it. Wait, Thanks one last you. word. Can I just okay. say one oh, no. last thing? Okay, okay. You, you okay, always got to get the last word in. Because yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. I, I, I want the iPad to be better. That's the last thing I'm going to say because I think it's, a, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's a, the, the form factor, the design, the, the technology, the engineering, is astounding. I just, I just want it to be, I want it to be better, and that's it. <laughs> And so Mike really gets the last word. I will link his story on Macworld below so you can read even more, even more insights, opinions from Mike. Thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you hit the bell icon in the corner, you'll be notified every single time we post a new video. And I wanna hear from you guys. Have you used the iPad for work? Do you like it? Or what do you use the iPad for that makes you think it's a great device or maybe you hate it. I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. Thank you all so much for watching once again, and I'll see you next time.
This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.